It's time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here's your host, Rich Casanova. over here as the announcer said uh, for another exciting episode of Georgia Business Radio we have a uh, great uh, guest here we're going to help uh, Bob uh, Miller with um, Bob with Bre- breakfast with Bob tell his story and uh, alongside uh, this morning I have my uh, distinguished co-host uh, C- Craig Williams uh, GW what's up uh, I'm doing well man <laughs> having breakfast again Already, <laughs> right. yeah. he's going to bring it up a notch because uh, Friday mornings always have uh, bagels here in the studio. I missed them this morning. Well, you well, they, they were at my other uh, okay. fellowship. That's right, you that, do a mo- that, another yeah. morning. I breakfast. did muffins over there. Okay, muffins, and I didn't get over here in time to fool with that. I made a little toast, went back to the place, and well, made a little toast. Well, no worries, we got bagels. Uh, still, they'll be here at I'll, least. I'll check it out. All I'll right. check it out. But meanwhile, speaking of breakfast, um, it's a good segue into uh, breakfast with Bob. So, uh, Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rich. And uh, you hail from uh, parts of uh, Marietta, I understand. That is correct. Which, th- from those listeners uh, around the country and around the world, uh, what's your claim to fame over there in Marietta, Georgia? Well, I've <laughs> lived in Marietta for 37 years, have a wife, two children, and two grandchildren. Consider myself a native Georgian at this point. But originally from where? Um, I'm originally from New Jersey. All right. So um, I think that qualifies him as, as being a native. A native Georgia, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. You've been down, once you've been down here longer than anywhere else, you, we uh, officially welcome you as a Georgia State native. Yeah, and, right. and especially you. since you have your grandchildren here as well. That's, <laughs> that that uh, clears it all up. So, um, uh, so for Georgia Business Radio, we like to have conversation with those folks that are do, uh, making things happen, obviously, within the state of Georgia. So um, this breakfast for Bob, let's jump into that. What was, um, well, before we do that, actually, before you became known as Breakfast with Bob, what was your former life look like? Well, I've been in sales my entire life, as well as uh, training, and I have an extensive background in training, primarily in the apparel industry, and I started this company about 14 years ago. It says you're an active member of the uh the American Society for Training and Development. That is correct. I've been involved with ASTD for many years. Oh, and Toastmasters. That's what I need to get into. Actually, every time I listen to a recording of the show, um, if I if I got paid a nickel for every uh and um I said, <laughs> we, well, we could shut down the studio. <laughs> yeah, Toastmasters is great. It's really helped me a lot. It gives you a great uh, lot of self-confidence in speaking because most people have a fear of public speaking. And at this point in my career, it's... Just a natural thing for me. Absolutely. So, great organization. Craig, have you ever been to a Toastmasters? Yeah, I've been a, to a couple of them. Um, I was real active back in the college days. Every Saturday morning I would wake up as a college student and go to Toastmasters. I mean, it was a blast. It was the highlight of the week. I know when I was growing up, I knew I thought Toastmasters was about <laughs> yeah. breakfast, though. Right, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, ours was a breakfast meeting. Most, a lot of them are. <laughs> exactly. But, um, but, yeah, great organization. And they have one at the City Club uh, Friday mornings. I've been thinking about um, – there's, a, there's an um right there. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Yeah. <laughs> think about we'll it we'll have to uh, get you in, enrolled. <laughs> so as soon as you think about it, you're cautious, yeah. yeah. So are you um, – you've been in and out of Toastmasters or what's um, – Yeah, I'm not as active a member yeah. anymore as I used to be, but I find it to be a very uh, great organization. And, you know, for anyone who has to do any type of public speaking, this is a great venue to build up your speaking skills, build up your self-confidence. 
Yeah, and a lot of folks think it is if you want to become a professional speaker, but it's not so much about that. It's just communication, interpersonal skills, and at any given point, you're going to have to give a presentation to mm-hmm. your fellow employees uh, or your boss to pitch them for a uh, raise, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're always selling, too. So that's definitely important to be able to communicate yeah. in your sales pitch. Yeah, yeah. it's a great communications venue. So uh, before we kind of jump into, uh, again, b- Breakfast with Bob, um, uh, let our listeners know, how would they reach out to you? Uh, what's a good point of contact? Well, you can reach out to me one of two ways, through my email or phone number. My email is rdm1021 at bellsouth.net, and my office phone number is 770 770- Four two seven, three three four three, and we'll have that on the show notes as well. Absolutely. So, um, so now you've worked with apparently a variety of clients from a multinational to young upstart. Tell us a couple of stories about uh, those organizations you've worked with. As I said, I've worked with a, a variety <laughs> of organizations. Um, my ideal client is a company of maybe fifty to one hundred people. I enjoy most and get the greatest results working with young people, uh, particularly on their interpersonal skills, things such as time management, goal setting, communication skills. This is where I um, derive my greatest results. Can you, uh, it's great to hear kind of stories. Can you drop a couple of names as far as uh, companies or groups you've worked with here in Atlanta and some of the results that they've you know, gotten as a result of working with you? Or? Sure. I've worked with a large construction company called Ray Lynn Advertising Agency, uh, called Cleburne Associates, uh, currently working with a technology company whose name I don't want to reveal at this All time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, Microsoft is not one of them. <laughs> I, I like the fact that he said he, um, he, he, he works with the young people, and that's where he gets a lot of his fulfillment in his experience. And working in the tech, you're going to deal with a lot of executives because I saw that you were an executive coach right. that are younger, you know. In, yeah, in this absolutely. Day and, age. Yeah. and so you help those folks with uh, their goals and time management? Yeah, time management, goal setting, and communication skills are my top three programs. I offer about 20 different programs. Um, but the greatest need seems to be in those three areas and time management, goal setting, and communication skills. What do you attribute that to, that being the in this day and age? Yeah, great question, Craig. Uh, with the downsizing in American industry that's gone on for the last several years, people are really um, pressed for time because they're handling more work in the same amount of time. So they need to figure out their priorities, what's important, what's not important, and how to best handle their day. Mm, those quadrants, getting those quadrants in, in place. Absolutely. And with all their distractions that we have, like email and tweets and, you know, Facebook. Oh, you know. man. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's uh, now talk to us about Breakfast with Bob. How did that kind of come about, and what's your mission there? Well, I've been in the training business for quite some time. I used to work for a rather large training organization here in Atlanta, selling and facilitating their programs. Got kind of sidetracked for a while, went into the management consulting business, quickly realized that management consulting was not my bag. Seems like I was always trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Just wasn't my thing. 
So I decided to get back into the training and development field because this is where my love and passion are. So when I got back into the business, I knew that I'd have to be somewhat different, somewhat unique, because there's a lot of good organizations out there doing a lot of good things. So I designed a business model with the client in mind that would fulfill their goals and achieve the results that they were looking for. And is that before 12 o'clock since it's breakfast? <laughs> yeah. what, well, what I found, Craig, is that a lot of training programs are two-day programs, three-day programs, where you're taking your people away from their jobs for extended periods of time, resulting in lost productivity. I have designed programs that can be facilitated in an hour and a half to a two-hour format, either first thing in the morning, hence the name Breakfast with Bob, hmm or a lunch-and-learn type of environment, therefore addressing the issue of lost productivity. And also, in the area of adult education, most adults can't pay attention for much more than <laughs> an hour and <laughs> right. a half. Yeah. What so, were you saying, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's an optimum time frame. We, we often quote this. I don't know if you heard this recent uh, university study uh, that says, like Craig was mentioning, with all these uh, digital distractions that we have, right? Is right. that um, the average attention span is now nine seconds, and the gold or no, it's eight seconds, and the goldfish has an attention span of nine seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that could very well be. Right, right. Go um, over the PetSmart and get you some clients that have a little bit longer attention span. That's what we need a lot of goldfish in here running the studio. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a little sarcasm in your voice when you say that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sales, uh, talk to us about that because I think every organization, I mean, that, that's the fuel that uh, feeds the engine and drives business, right? Yes or yes? Yeah, absolutely. What I've done on the sales training side of my business is a little bit different. Um, a lot of sales training programs cover the complete sales cycle from prospecting right through closing. I only deal in certain segments of the sales process, such as prospecting skills, questioning skills, um, closing skills. The problem with the sales training industry is that a lot of companies try to make it a one-size-fits-all. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work because every company is different, every industry is different, every salesperson is different. So I customize my sales training more on a coaching basis to help individuals achieve their goals, whether they're um, weak in prospecting skills or questioning skills. Um, Do you work with their strengths as well? Do you? you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've developed a program now, which is a little bit different. It's kind of a um, feedback program where if a person attempts to make a sale, one of three things are going to happen. Number one, they're going to make the sale. Number two, they're not going to make the sale where they're losing it to somebody else. Or number three, their prospect will decide to do nothing. Mm. At that point, the big question becomes why. Why did you make the sale? Why did you lose the sale? Why did the prospect choose to do nothing? And by gathering this feedback, um, a person can um, improve their skills, see where they're strong, see where they're weak, see where they need to be improved. Uh, for a little bit of a selfish standpoint here, um, uh, I've known we've seemed to experience some of the things you're talking about here in the studio. Where we offer uh, folks, we um, uh, a couple of days a week, we do what we call a pitch 
uh, meeting uh, opportunity where folks can come in and kind of pitch their show idea to have their own show here at the Buckhead Studio. And there seems to be uh, genuine excitement and thrill, but uh, it seems to be kind of uh, fall through the cracks after the presentation. Um, they're very excited, but there seems to be a disconnect in, um, and I want to kind of pick your brain, if you will, on if folks don't make a decision, do you kind of survey them to find out why they didn't uh, move forward on a project or? Yeah, absolutely. It's done in a non-threatening way. And usually I have the salesperson tell the prospect up front that they're going to ask them um, afterwards what happened, right. why they decided to buy from them, why they didn't decide to buy from them, why they decided to do nothing. And it's done in a non-threatening way. It can usually be done over the phone. But you do that kind of up front before you even go into kind of the sales presentation. Yeah, absolutely. I like that idea because sometimes it just feels a little awkward um, after the conversation. It, you know, we say they go radio silent sometimes, right? <laughs> where there's no communication. Yeah, where this works really well, Rich, is with young salespeople because they approach them and they say, listen, I'm young, I'm trying to improve, and, you know, I need your feedback. Mm -hmm. And everyone wants to help somebody else. So we have to pretend like we're younger then? Is that the... Uh, Take yeah, beginner's yeah. mind. You have to have a beginner's mind. Yeah. That's the yeah. bottom line. Yeah. yeah, you need a beginner's mindset. Okay. So um, tell us a little bit about uh, the apparel industry and how that contributed to shaping what you're doing now. Because I, I, I know quite a few people in the industry. Uh, I know that was uh, back in the day. That was on the road. You got your swatches and you were at <laughs> right. it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how I started out many, many years ago. And my last major employer in the apparel industry was a very large apparel manufacturer who I became the director of sales training for. And that's kind of how I got into the whole training mode. I found that training was what I really loved doing rather than, you know, schlepping a bag with swatches and everything in it. Um, I found that I was good at training, particularly with young people. So I decided to go for it. So, um, during this uh, one-and-a-half-hour session, the Breakfast with Bob, if you will, kind of a consultative uh, you know, conversation and meeting, do you ever engage on-site with folks to kind of uh, fly on the wall and kind of sit in to evaluate their uh, process that they're actually utilizing? Or Are you talking after the training? Um, I guess after the training or maybe beforehand to kind of see. Um, so a person goes in, uh, presents their uh, – you know, widget their sales presentation, would you sit alongside them and then critique them afterwards? Or Sometimes I do. My training is actually broken out into three formats. What I do is I have a pre-session with the participants about 10 days before I do the actual training to get to know them, find out what their issues are, where they're looking to improve, where their weaknesses may be. And by ga gathering all this input, it enables me to customize the training for that particular group, which I do in a group format. And I'm connecting with the people by gathering all this um, information up front. Um, so I'm right on target when I'm doing the actual training. And then about two to three weeks later, I meet with the participants again on a one-on-one -on -one basis as a follow-up reinforcement session, call it what you will, 
to make sure that they're supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're moving in the right direction. I can address any issues at that point that they may be having and move forward. Um, to answer your question, yes, I will go out on a sales call with a participant to observe them. Uh, I generally don't. Um, that's generally their manager's job, but you know, if the manager wants my assistance, I'll sure give it to them. Or if it's start a startup or solopreneur where they don't have, you know, the manager or the, or the sales team, right? Um, sure. and speaking of that, do you ever work with uh, teams, um, like you mentioned, a uh, group group of folks, and with the sales manager? Yeah, um, most of my training is done in a group format. Coaching, of course, is done on a one-on-one basis, but training um, is done in a group format. It's generally anywhere from six to twenty people. Okay. What are the uh, two or three, um, you know, typical challenges or downfalls of a salesperson? Why a sale doesn't go through? What would you uh, attribute that to? Number of things. Um, number one is attitude. A salesperson has to have a great attitude. Sales is probably the greatest profession of any where you will deal with rejection so many times. Right. And a lot of people cannot handle rejection. Mm-hmm. So a positive attitude is a must. Um, persistence is extremely important in sales. And the knowledge of what you're selling. Gotcha. So is there um, a scaled model of Breakfast with Bob? Are you, do, you, do you have uh, franchises that you're selling? Because I would think the hours that you hold, you know, breakfast and you, I understand you have lunch and learns, but after 12, it's like after 1 o'clock or after lunch, you are you got time to golf and whatever else you want to do, right? <laughs> Craig, I wish that were so, but, you know, in my business, I have to spend a lot of time on business development, uh, find new clients, um, follow up. And so that's your Jeff. after lunch and learn time is yeah, focused on absolutely. business development. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, talk to us about that because uh, on your site I'm looking at – I guess you help coach people in terms of prospecting, which is, I think, um, uh, one thing we, Craig and I have talked about for the uh, studio, a lot of times it's getting in front of the right person, but finding that right person. And I mean, there's a lot of tools, you know, Salesforce. And uh, are there any technology tools that you feel, uh, or let me rephrase that. When you uh, meet with a client and they say, Bob, I need to prospect and get, in, you know, the opportunity to present to people. What uh, What's on your short list as far as resources for them to locate those uh, prospects? Um, it's really quite simple. You know, technology has kind of complicated the issue. Right, yeah. All you have to do, really, is call up somebody and ask them, are you the decision maker or is there somebody else involved in the decision with you doing it in a non-threatening way? And that's easy enough to, you know, determine. Mm-hmm. So you prefer the go-to uh, phone call, which um, can't be deleted like an email or ignored, right? That's correct. Yeah. What about, uh, we had a, a gentleman in here, I don't know if you know uh, Dan Jordan, but um, he's a big proponent of cold calling, and he's written the book on it, so to speak, and uh, he loves it, and he'll, he'll literally door knock on businesses, go in there with uh, cookies, and he has a whole system, right? <laughs> uh, okay. But then it goes back to the number one uh, challenge with salespeople is the fear of rejection, but what's your thoughts on uh, cold calling? Okay. Um, There's basically three ways of acquiring business, Rich. The easiest way is to sell to an existing or a former customer. Okay, yeah. The second way is referrals. 
And with referrals, I would put in the whole networking uh, spectrum from, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Chamber of Commerce meetings, trade organizations, whatnot, where you, you know, you have somewhat of a warm relationship. And the third is cold calling. Okay, cold calling is the toughest. (laughs) However, if you're not getting any results from the first two areas, cold call. That's all you got. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I have found, you know, a lot of people are, you know, have a fear of rejection on cold calling. Well, the reality is when you call somebody and they reject you, it's nothing personal. They don't know you. Mm -hmm. They're just rejecting what you're selling. So, you know, you got to develop that mindset that, you know, it's a numbers game. It's not the greatest numbers game, but it, you know, really comes down to a numbers game, and you can't take it personally. Nope. Makes sense to me. So um, uh, any closing thoughts or uh, words of advice for folks that are um, having challenges with their uh, sales or business development? The most important thing, as I mentioned, is having a great attitude and being persistent. Just keep at it. Outstanding. I've got one more question. All right, Craig. Do we bring our breakfast when we meet with you? <laughs> I know, or, right. Or, or you already have breakfast. Uh, the, cli- the client generally provides breakfast. <laughs> nice. He's got a sweet deal going on there. That yeah. is. That is it. <laughs> Not that it's any gourmet breakfast. Right. We're talking bagels or donuts. But that's how you, you, start your, you start your day with that's the most important meal, right? That's what they say. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. I always thought breakfast was the um, first meal of the day. You're saying it's the most important? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, So we'll have some uh, bagels for your Bob afterwards. Uh, So thanks again for being on the show. Uh, Enjoyed uh, your thought-provoking ideas and insight. Um, Let let our listeners know one more time what's the best way to reach out and uh, contact you. Again, my email address is rdm1021 at bellsouth.net, and my phone number is 770-427-3343. It looks like you have uh, your website, too, breakfastwithbob.net, right? That's correct. And it looks like you have your contact information there as well. So uh, thanks again. We'll see you next time on uh, another exciting episode of Georgia Business Radio. Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio.